0: Welcome to On The Couch
1: Podcast, where you'll be on the couch with Mercedes. I am a marriage and family therapist associate. I'm Takesha. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapy associate. And I am Brittany. I am a licensed professional counselor intern. The purpose of this podcast is to talk about all things life, ranging from mental health to self-accountability. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional, but it is meant to serve as a platform where you can get dope content, no copay, be inspired to work on yourself and expand your perspective on diverse and uncomfortable issues. Now, let's get on the couch.
0: hey guys welcome to session seven titled black as fuck during this session we will discuss issues pertaining to black people things that pit us against each other right. things that make us great things that make us diverse and just anything that flows or comes up in this session mm-hmm. so we're going to begin with defining what we describe as being black yes and what they may look like yes. for us and maybe you guys can relate or maybe you guys could come in and say how you don't agree with us or how you do agree with us that'd be great um, so I guess to me being black means that the journey is going to be like a beautiful struggle. Mm. Um, and then, so we also have the issue where some people don't like to be called black and then some people don't like to be called African American. Right. Um, I prefer African American because I believe that my ancestors were from Africa mm. and then based off my DNA results from my heritage, I
1: need a to big walk. percentage
0: of them was, um, Af- Nigerian.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So, yeah, African-American is what I prefer, but I don't mind being called black as well. It's not really a big deal to me. What do you guys think about the titles, black versus African-American? I
1: used to be torn between the two because I felt like being called African-American was politically correct. Okay. And so I was like, no, I want to be called black because apparently people, they get tense and or hesitant to say, oh, well, are you black or are you African-American? No, call me black because I want you to feel it when you say it. Explain. Like... I, I've been around like some like I remember we were having a conversation in the team room and I forgot who was talking but somebody said black no I mean African American so it was like immediately they felt negative some negative connotation with just saying black versus mm, African American you know so mm-hmm. just it's it's simple I am black there's no there's no negativity towards that you know so I I don't really I prefer to be called black but it doesn't matter to me if you call me African American okay, if that yeah, makes sense
0: that does make sense um yeah I don't care but um some people truly believe that they are not african-american and i get that because mm-hmm. a lot of people say we don't know where the hell we come from yeah and i get that too but mm-hmm. i guess it's all about how you feel and i feel like my ancestors were rooted in africa right, i just feel point. that i yeah. feel that in my soul in my spirit i feel that every day and being black to me means that that's how i operate Mm-hmm. Um, Based off my ancestors and their energy and what they've been through, and it was drives me every day into like keep it moving oh, right. and things like that. Yeah.
2: It makes me think about Beyonce and freedom because when yeah. she be singing that yeah. song, and it just it really get me going through the day because she like people don't went through so much for me to be here. Right, I wouldn't dare stop. Right. Like
0: right. what I look like Thank something you. now.
1: That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah,
0: I call it ancestral energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. I run off of and. I don't know, like, in my mind, I feel like Harry Tubman is my great great aunt or something. Like, right. that's just me. Yeah,
1: and I think that also, talk, it plays into the whole, like, how complex mm-hmm. being black or African-American is. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just the racist, also the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why, for me, sometimes it, it gets a little hard to define it because it's so complex. Like, it involves so many different things. It's like this melting pot of, of everything.
0: And confusion. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. neither Simone say black people are some of the most beautiful people in the world but they don't know who they are mm-hmm. and I would have to agree we don't know who we are and we sometimes I just feel like we conform to stereotype threats mm-hmm. in this country. Not all the time but sometimes I feel like we conform to a lot of stereotype threats and stereotype threats is just when you behave a certain way that has been deemed the way you're going to behave because of your skin color and you mm-hmm. do it anyway. Right. And sometimes a lot of people just conform to those stereotype mm-hmm. threats. And that's an issue for us in our community. Mm-hmm. What do you think some of those stereotypes are? Um, Selling drugs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sports.
2: I... Okay. True.
0: A lot of I mean, a lot of our kids want to be athletes and that's a stereotype. hmm Yeah. Um, for young black
1: men, right, yep, to want to be in sports a lot, and rappers, and it could definitely be the detriment to their existence because some kids don't want to be athletes; they yes. want to be that artist, they want to be that that that, that um engineer, that yeah, yeah, they want to be those different things. But because there's this this one idea or this one road they're supposed to travel, right? You give them get... this narrow path, yeah. Of right. Who
2: you should be, what you should be, what you should look like, talk like, yeah, act like, act like, act like eat like. Yep. All those. Mm-hmm. And so we feel like we gotta follow follow Right. Right. What do y'all think that effect has on kids whenever that's the message that's constantly being told to them at school by family members mm-hmm. that this is who they should be. And when they act different, it's not it's not normal or it's something. It's not welcomed
0: or appreciated. Um it, it it limits their ability to be creative and right. unique.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Jaden Smith and Willow Smith were a perfect example of that in my opinion because yeah. people were not used to seeing I'm going to say black kids being free Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so when Jaden put on a skirt or anything they started tying it to his sexuality when actual clothes have nothing to do with sexuality right. for the most mm-hmm. part Right. Um, yeah. I think Jaden is pretty much confident in his masculinity mm-hmm. to put a skirt on due
2: to large part the support from his parents not telling him Yeah, what he should or shouldn't be, and what makes him a man, or what makes him a black man. Right. They really just kind of said, "Hey, what what are you comfortable with? Is this Mm -hmm. what makes you happy? Like, Mm -hmm. you feel good with this? Okay, we're good with this." Mm -hmm. And so he didn't have to dwell on thinking about whether this was right or wrong, or whether this changed
1: who he was as a person. Mm -hmm. Do y'all think money had anything to do with that? Well, yeah, he was a
0: model and he was paid a lot for it, but on red table talk. Jada knew before Will I do believe mm-hmm. and I did think Will struggled with it but he did yeah. not you know disown his son or call him out his name yeah. he was just like have you talked with Jaden like mm-hmm. talking to the mom like yeah and I think they processed yeah. it as parents which as they should have um but another thing I would like to talk about is the hate that the Wayne Wade got as a black man for supporting his black son mm-hmm. who identifies as gay mm-hmm. um his son with the pride and the internet really just pissed me off, and mm-hmm. it was mostly black people. Mm-hmm. Mostly black people coming, saying that Dwayne Wade you know, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. then calling Dwayne Way gay, and mm-hmm. then saying that it was Gabrielle Union's fault that the kid was gay. It was just a whole bunch of ignorant comments. But, so instead of this being a father and a can, stepmom that
2: supports his son right. and loves him and still wants to be a part of their life, we have to find somebody to blame for this. Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't know. I I have a hard time with people imposing their beliefs onto somebody else. Mm -hmm. I have a real problem with that because what are you saying? Are you saying that he's not supposed to love his son because this is out of the norm of masculinity? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you saying about this child Mm -hmm. who just wants to be loved for who he is, regardless of what y'all say? Right. (laughs) Because
0: I saw was a beautiful story and yes. it really touched me i saw a black man loving his son who just so happened to be gay right they don't really know how hard they might have or not have been for Dwayne Wayne. thank Wade.
1: you mm-hmm. and on top of that because being an athlete is aligned with a heterosexual male mm-hmm. that's out of the norm too having a gay athlete yeah yeah that is or having uh this prominent athlete having a gay son yeah. Same example with Magic Johnson. Magic I, supports his son. Yeah, George it was hard for him as well. But again, being an athlete, is you're supposed to be this strong, masculine, heterosexual male. You're not supposed to be aligned with anything associated with homosexuality. But know? see,
0: that's just like saying a masculine man can't be right. gay. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Which it, it feeds into the
0: ignorance. Right. It's yeah. a, It's a lot of ignorance in regards to... Men in their their sexuality and women in their sexuality. Mm -hmm. Because people like to tie clothes and stuff to sexuality. I think Prince is the perfect example that you can be fluid out here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Prince was masculine. Prince was Prince. Prince was feminine. Prince was masculine. And he embraced all of it. And he kind of walked his truth and lived it. He sure did.
2: And he was confident in it. And... People, he didn't really give anybody a choice. Like, either you're gonna accept, because this is who I am. Mm-hmm. You can accept me as a person, as a whole individual, or you can go about your day, and then people still fell in love with him anyway. Right. Right? But we have these boxes, and it seems like people need to have an understanding. Of why you fit into this box, right? And else, if they don't, they don't know how to take you as a person.
1: Yeah, right.
2: It makes them uncomfortable, and I think that's
1: a
0: problem. Yeah,
1: that is a problem. I think it's very interesting, like you said, that it's like people want you to just be that one thing, as if being human isn't as broad or complex, anyways. Mm -hmm. Being black is yeah,
0: not complex. It's not just one thing. It's not just one thing. It's multiple things. And somebody said something to me like how black men would dominate the gymnastics field if they were not scared of being called gay. And I oh. said, that is yeah. really a good point because mm-hmm. they would dominate that field if mm-hmm. they weren't afraid of being called gay. Mm-hmm. And we call everything gay on the internet, you know, even I hear people, that's gay, mm-hmm. that's gay. What do you mean when you say that's gay? Right. I have people that I work with who be like, oh, that's so gay, or a young legend is gay. Mm-hmm. That is the dumbest thing i ever heard in my life. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. When a black woman associates a man like John Legend with being gay, it just shows that we're used to men treating us like shit. Mm-hmm. There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because that's more masculine and we're more accepting of that. Because yeah. for some reason, I mean, do we think that's what we
0: deserve? Right. Like, that's
2: weird. Is that the masculinity that you want?
1: Yeah.
0: So, so that know. ain't really... John Legend is probably one of the most masculine men... That's famous right now. I'm just saying he speaks up for women. That's masculine to me.
1: Yeah Mm -hmm. He don't
0: walk around, you know, you know in a rough way being rough with people So I guess that's what people associate with him Mm -hmm. being a little more on the soft side Which we need to debunk that myth that men can't be emotionally Mm -hmm. Intelligent because he's an emotionally intelligent Mm -hmm. man because when we're doing this we're
2: limiting our men We're not giving them the opportunity to express themselves. We're telling them that it's not okay for them to care about people or to be their authentic selves or to be respectful because now they feel like well damn they're not going to take me serious if right. I don't do this or I don't do that and that's that's not a fair place for us to put them in even
0: right. them embracing each other you yeah. know yeah. Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler had like a pose and I think Michael had his arm around hmm um, Ryan and people's like whoa like that's a little too close for comfort. Two black men should be able to embrace each other in the in the name of brotherhood without someone associating it with their sexuality. And it's they're ridiculous. succeeding together so right. they have a
1: special bond yeah, <laughs> because so. of it. It's, it's a lot. Um, also be careful because
2: like you said I just want to go back to the kids real quick. Yeah. How much we do limit them because I heard somebody once tell their kids that they can't dance. Mm. Their son. Their son that they can't dance because they not finna be gay. Mm. They not going to be gay, but you go out here and you let them play football where they gonna have these everlasting head injuries for the rest of their life right. because that's seen as masculine. Like you're limiting his possibility. He might dance right now and never go back to dancing again. Right.
0: Or he might grow up being be Chris Brown.
2: Oh, because y'all love Chris Brown right. and love that he can dance and how right. artistic he is, but you don't want your son to be gay as if dancing makes him gay. Right.
0: Yeah, so I think one thing is black people, we have to stop associating certain things with sexuality
1: because they're not Mm -hmm. mutually exclusive Mm -hmm. at all. And the struggle. The struggle. Like blackness being associated with struggle. Oh, yeah, that too.
0: Mm -hmm. Just because somebody is black doesn't mean they were raised in a single parent home Mm -hmm. in a low ACS environment. That's not true. Mm Um. I mean, I was raised by a single mother, but going to college, I was able to meet other black people who were raised by two black parents and they had PhDs. Mm -hmm. You know, I have never seen it before, but I'm so glad I got a chance to experience it because it definitely taught me that not all black people come from the struggle. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like people like to associate the struggle With more black and people who don't come from the struggle with less black. That's Mm. true. So you ain't really black black unless you done had the struggle. How you going to take away somebody's whole ethnicity and cultural background because they ain't had the struggle? That's like counting people's blessings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the perfect example is the NBA finals. Yes, Steph Curry. LeBron James and Steph Curry. People were actually out here saying how LeBron James deserved it more because he grew up without his dad and he struggled. And Steph Curry had privilege. Which he did, because he had two parents in a day in the, in the NBA, but he still had to work just as hard as LeBron. Right. That didn't guarantee mm-hmm. success
1: at all. <laughs>
0: um, they both are two successful black men at this point, and right. both are married to black women. Right. And that should really be what our people care about, because it is what people care about. Because right. when a black athlete do marry a white woman, <laughs> we do be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, we say certain things, and that's another thing, the interracial dating. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind yeah.
0: of... Makes us want to be like, hmm, he ain't really black, black. He ain't really black, yeah.
2: black, because he ain't got a black woman. Or she black, but she light-skinned black. Right. So she ain't really, he don't want no natural. Okay. Yes. Yeah,
0: so we, we those things pit us against each other. And right. I think it, it, it keeps us from being as unified as we should be, or mm-hmm. just as loving and embracing as we should be.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So let's, let's segue into what has y'all's experience been like being black?
0: Hmm. My experience with being black as an adult, um, I think I've been, I used to police myself with my hair a lot, um, as a black woman in regards to interviews, in regards to, um, jobs. Okay. And so what I noticed is when I was looking, I was thinking how I was interviewed by a black woman and I kind of wore like, um, some braids cause I was comfortable and I knew she was going to be black. But when I was being interviewed by a white woman, I noticed that I had a sew-in. Mm. And I don't even know if that was intentionally, but I was just thinking back on two interviews I've had in like 2013 and 2015. And I was like, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. And um, moving to Houston, of course, I felt like I could definitely be more free to do what I want to do with my hair. But I do think that white people are more accepted of me when my hair is straight, just based mm-hmm. on some comments I have heard in a work environment. Okay. Um, such as you look younger with a straight hair, you should wear your hair like that. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Um, not that your afro isn't nice, but the straight hair makes you look younger.
1: Oh, or they don't recognize you at
0: all. Oh, no. <laughs> or that... Which, that part, I kind of... It's funny to me. It's very comical to me. I don't get me. it. I don't get it. <laughs> well, we have coined those Mercedes? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, if you, you change your hair, they... You allowed to go M.I.A. And I mean, people put a sign up saying where the hell is Mercedes because... pretty much <laughs> happens everywhere you go. Yeah. You can't <laughs> they can't keep up, no, with the hair changes. Oh, goodness. But, yeah, I think the hair thing and policing myself has been one of the, the professional experiences. And working for black women has been quite mm-hmm. the challenge, right. I must say. Okay. White supervisors are not as hard to work for as black supervisors, mm. women supervisors. And I hate to say that because I am pro-woman and I am pro-black. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, and speaking from personal experience, but. white women has never burned me in the professional world like black women have, mm.
1: ever. I wonder why that is, though. I, I, I wonder, because I've heard horror stories. There and, are some horror stories. And it's it really breaks my heart. Because you would think that we would... Be for each other, right?
2: <laughs> I have two things that I think it might be, and I'm not sure which is which. Okay. But I feel like on some end, maybe women do it. Black women do it because they feel like it's only room for them, mm. right? I feel like on the other end, it's that they know the struggle that it took for them to get to where they're at, and so they're harder on their black female counterparts because they like you better have your shit together because. Mm-hmm. You know, if you you know it take work to get here. So maybe they feel like they gotta put you through the ring or two mm-hmm. to make sure you know you're yeah. gonna be straight at the end. So I don't know which is which. I would prefer it to be some I'm just trying to make sure that yes. you good, you straight and you ready. I was just about to say that. But I feel because I feel like, I feel like I when know. you're a
1: supervisor, you're in a, a mentor role. So if it's one mm-hmm. of those things like I know what the experience is like to be a black woman in this company, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure I'm giving you the right tools that way you feel comfortable to come to me or that way you feel like you're succeeding in your position not I'm going to make this job hard for you and come in my face if you want to <laughs>
2: yeah I know for sure I know for a fact that a couple times I know Mercedes your experiences I know at least a couple of them times it was really just women being like I don't want you here like mm. it's only room for one yeah. strong black woman here so you really kind of need to either shut up and learn your place yeah, or you kind of need to go somewhere else wow
0: yeah and I can also say that I think when the so when black women are placed and I feel like some supervisor roles they're placed in those roles, or even directors or program managers they're placed in their roles because they can be strong and get people to listen, mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel like they choose black women to do that to be bulldogs. You mm-hmm. need to get these people to do what I need them to do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I feel like it's easier for them to be harder on black people, black yeah. women. Because they know you're going to get it done. Because um, right. they know you're going to get it done. So I have been You're not going to go to HR. Yes, you're not going to go to HR. And, and they will, in my experience, the black supervisor will be harder on you than an Asian person or a white person. They'll be meaner to you because I think they don't even feel comfortable enough to, be, to enforce that same type of energy. discipline yeah. or energy to somebody who is not black. Yeah. So it's going to fall on the black person. They get the yeah. flex their authoritative power with you, mm-hmm.
1: I I haven't experienced that. I've I've heard it. I've experienced black women who have been a little rude, but mm-hmm. I haven't experienced anything that you've experienced. No, and there are some. And I know it exists, though.
0: It does exist. Yeah. I've had it happen. I think just twice, but other than that, I've worked for some you know some pretty cool, well-rounded black women, mm-hmm. um, in the workplace, mm-hmm. for the most part.
1: Gotcha. Let's talk about talking white <laughs> why do people think speaking intelligently is associated with whiteness versus it just being speaking appropriately <laughs> or it clearly back, it goes back to the stereotype threats mm-hmm. okay. and
0: people thinking when you don't fit into the box of how America or anybody has said black people are supposed to act or behave or speak then mm-hmm. you must be acting white mm-hmm. um, and I don't even know if it's always intentional Sometimes it's all we know Yeah, is to use slang. So when a kid comes along and he's talking correct, we're like, oh, my God. Like, why are you talking like that? Yeah,
1: I've had a direct experience with that. (laughs) I'm sure. Especially in middle school. Like, I found myself really modifying Mm -hmm. (laughs) or adjusting the way that I spoke Just to not be teased in the classroom. So you tried to use slang? Girl, I was cursing (laughs) wrong. You was probably cursing wrong. (laughs) Oh. I mean. They were like, why you speak so white? And it wasn't like, I, I just, I felt like I spoke proper. I wasn't using big words, but like my mom would get on me if I didn't speak right. You know? So it was like. I had to make sure I was fitting in so people would right. stop bothering me, even though I was already being teased for my dark skin anyways. So that was just a double-edged sword. Do I adjust myself so I don't be teased, or do I just be myself? Michelle Obama kind of hit on that in Becoming.
0: I think you got to find a balance. Yeah. You got to find a balance, um, especially when you, like, don't go to the same school. Yeah as your friends in the neighborhood and you have to speak a certain way at the school or something, you Mm got to just find a balance. And I think we all got to find a balance. Like even when I'm hanging around y'all, I, you know, speak with slang and then sometimes at work. I try to speak a little bit more professional, but, um,
1: I mean, there's definitely a time mm -hmm. and place. I don't think that's a matter of, I think it's, there's a difference between knowing what should be said and what's appropriate versus really trying to change your identity to fit in.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Talking white is definitely a problem for us. Um, I don't know when we're going to get away from that. Um
1: I mean I haven't heard that recently. Oh, I have. Um
0: my um mm-hmm. one of my friends have a son and he's very we- I don't know where he come from, but mm-hmm. he is like a walking encyclopedia. He okay, is so that's beautiful. smart. Really? He's so smart. Really? And he speaks yes. so well I love that. and he I- speaks but be- he literally speaks better than me and
2: more consistently than me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he j- cuz he speaks like that all the time. All the like, time. He doesn't have like a an off moment to where he get I home and that. then he's just yes. like, no, he talks well
0: all the time. Yeah, he That's speaks good. well, and I do believe that a family member associated that with him being gay. Oh, okay, <laughs> I do believe, and I'm just like, mm, and thankfully my friend is proud of her son and confident in her parenting where she can be like shutting that shit down. But no, so people still say it hadn't gotten anywhere. Yeah. Um. So, um. Wow. But yeah, he definitely speaks very well for his age, and I think. And I think kids like that who do speak well, who grow up in these areas, because he wears, like, a lot of black people in sort of like an a urban area. I think those kids will be teased by black people. hmm Yeah. I think so. So, Brittany, you want to talk about Rachel Dolezal.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. Rachel Dolezal. I don't know man. I don't she came up with this term transracial and it, it bothers me.
0: <laughs> it did bother you. And it bothered a lot of black people. And
1: I would just like to say that we just gave it a little too much attention. Let me say this. I feel like did the woman deserve to lose everything? I don't know. You don't know. No, I'm, she uh, did not. On, okay, on, let okay. Me finish. Let me okay. finish. Let me finish. Because and we we, we kinda talked about this in the, the previous ep previous sessions, how like we do, as black people, we do have this hesitation to welcome people in when they really are trying to be allies, mm-hmm. right? So then the bigger question is, would she have been that influential if she would have just been herself, right? And so I kind of battle with that question. So mm-hmm. what she did was positive, and I can't really say it's a lie, but her her identity was, though. You get what I'm saying? Like I feel like you just proved the point on
2: maybe some of her reasoning to why she did mm-hmm. do what she did. yeah. So that she could make the impact mm-hmm. that she did, mm-hmm. would she, would we have accepted her in, and with yeah. the progress and the strides for it been made, if she would have came and said she was mm-hmm. not black. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, that's that's what I get torn between, but I don't I'm not feeling this transracial turn. I'm the only not. reason why we know that Rachel those all exists is because her, her parents white parents got mad about it. Okay.
0: Other than that, she was hey, like <laughs> So it's I not would I'm have I'm not to do. <laughs> I would have to say that Rachel was a situation that we just overpowered a little bit and mm-hmm. I would say a little bit bullied this lady. I'm okay. just saying we just did too much. We did too much in regards to Rachel. There were other areas that could... Other stuff that we could have been talking about. She didn't really hurt us. Exactly. And that's kind of how I feel. She didn't hurt us, though. I
2: get being upset about it. And, you know, I get people lying on... You know, it's just not cool. It's not a cool
1: thing to
0: do. Right. No, it wasn't a cool thing to do. However...
1: (laughs) She over here wearing lots of everything. However, to to lose everything... Yeah. When you...
2: When you lied about one thing, but you... The reason behind it, yeah, you know what you were doing was a positive thing. You didn't lie to get in to fuck some shit up, mm-hmm. you know, to bring people down or to do any harm to anybody. Mm-hmm. You really did try to do well, mm-hmm. you tried to help people and to lose everything for that, like I get being
1: mad at her, I get it,
0: yeah,
1: what's but, the name uh, of that white activist that
0: Barbara Streisand. Yes, she's okay. a feminist, mhm, she's herself,
1: yeah. She's herself. And I feel, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't wish no ill will on that Barbara <laughs> Stanton
0: is an activist. Rachel was kind of doing things.
1: She was a professor, things. right?
0: I, I don't know if she was a professor, but she was just doing things, I feel like, on a smaller mm-hmm. level. Barbara was more on a bigger level at the time when she was able to be friends with Maya Angelou and mm-hmm. Malcolm X and James Baldwin. Back when it was really popping yeah. to be doing all that, mm-hmm. not negating Barbara's contribution yeah, to yeah. the civil rights movement, but Rachel and Barbara, to me, can't be compared. Okay. But you def- there are white people who can, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, be supporters or allies of the black community yeah. as, them- as themselves. Yeah. Rachel I- just did it the wrong way. People make yeah. mistakes. Yeah, People do make mistakes, and I think that's one thing that we need to get away from, mm-hmm. is
2: so many people, we call them out on social media because they found something from five, ten years ago that they done wrong and then they still hold them accountable as that same person today and I feel like that's unfair to that person because you're not the same person that you was 10 years ago I'm not the same person I probably said some fucked up shit Right. you know but we all change and we all grow like you want
0: people to forgive? You You want people to move on? Like. Yeah. The problem is we're holding all these people to more higher standards than the damn president. I mean, Pretty much. I mean hello. People he are losing their jobs for saying Pretty something much. incorrect. And uh-huh. meanwhile, he about to get a second term. Anyway, right. that's another story.
1: Now, I think I think the Rachel Dolezal can definitely kind of segue into that question. It appears black people welcome other races with open arms, but we are not as welcoming or welcomed into other groups. Why, why do we feel like that is?
0: I don't know. That one is kind of hard to... Talk about, I guess, because I don't feel like I've ever tried to go into a other group. Mm-hmm.
1: But on a general scale, I,
0: mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean so we do, <laughs> So we do welcome people?: yeah. but I think
1: people like to be black when it's
0: cool to be black.
1: Yeah, And they, they, they pick and choose what aspect of blackness they want. Yeah because if we really boil it down, you don't want to be black. You. you just like what's being portrayed on the media, this because if true. we talking about what blackness is supposed to be aligned with, you don't want that part. No. So you're that's picking true. and choosing. That's I feel like that's where the cultural appropriation comes in, because regardless of whether it's black, whether yeah. it's Indian, whatever, you want the bigger, you want the small pieces that you feel yeah. can fit into your identity you versus be black and have your yeah. brain listen to your music, but yeah. if I pull you
2: over, you like oh shit, I'm white, what's up? Yeah. yeah. Like that wasn't me.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, so culture appropriation do you said do we talk about it too much or do we take it too far mm-hmm. take it too far um i think that we fail to realize that we also use other people's culture right that's why I, that's why i said do we take it too um far? yeah i think that america is beautiful and i think that us all being here means we get to you know dip and dab in each other's mm-hmm. culture and what we contribute to this yeah. country that's what make it beautiful and you know, I, as long as you give it in credit, I guess it's okay. Now, am I gonna walk around with um those things, those religious artifact, artifacts on my head yeah. that I, means I belong to this religion for fashion? No, I'm not gonna do that. Because yeah. that's not okay. People yeah. are out here losing their lives for mm-hmm. wearing these things, and mm-hmm. a white person will put it on and think it's cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that part of cultural appropriation is not okay. I mean, yeah. But in the same way, the same people who were out here wanna build a wall would celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I, it's they so conflicting. You know, when, you know, <laughs> Mexicans don't even really celebrate Cinco de Mayo. So it's all, it's all interesting. Because mm-hmm. I think I was, I believe I went to a farmers market on Cinco de Mayo and all the white people out there <laughs> had their and oh, were singing man. Mexican music. I remember. And selling salsa. And there was no Mexicans. It was all white people. Now, I feel like that was a
1: very culturally appropriated yes. <laughs>
0: situation Yes. Yeah. so in that situation no that's not okay but in terms of being mad at a white woman for wearing cornrows <laughs> is ridiculous when we out here with hair down our ass
1: that's straight so y'all always I have a conflicting mm. thing about that too because what I mean I know like genetically white women have straight hair cool whatever but is it really considered cultural appropriation if I put weave in my hair like it's really right. is it because um, I, I do get conflicted with that
2: I mean the thing is they wouldn't call it that but I, the thing is if they did anything to adjust themselves to anything yeah. that might represent us in general even yeah. if it's not but just kind of seen as
0: something yeah. that's ours that's what we would call it yeah I mean Lauren Hill said the fake nails what who, who
1: what your culture is
0: that that's mm-hmm. what she's saying on Education of Lauren Hill She talking about black women in the fake nails oh really yeah
1: yeah no I mean not, not oh really on her album saying like oh really like that's supposed to be aligned with no but I'm just saying she's saying that come from a European culture okay. right? Okay. that's
2: what Lauren she's Hill saying, said so if
0: they was calling out yeah. cultural appropriation for everything that would be okay. something that they would
2: call yeah. us out on fake
0: nails done by Koreans Blunt hair like European, something like that. Oh, she say that on that sounds, song, <laughs> that I don't sounds, know, but mm-hmm. like I just right. think that we need to give credit where credit is, due. yeah, definitely. And but, um, yeah, you made that point the other day, and I thought that was perfect. And you were
2: saying, Oh, they had a little party where they dressed up mm-hmm. in a different culture. Now, they weren't saying that this is something that they originated with, they weren't mm-hmm. saying that they made this up. They were, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of dressed in, yeah, Kevin Hart's son, they did, um. The little Indian party oh, the, and they kind of just like cowboys and Indians, but it was partying. It was decorations and people used to kind of do that for Halloween too. But now they're saying like, don't mm-hmm. do that. That's disrespectful to all the mm-hmm. cultures. And I don't necessarily think that that's the intent every time. Now people who doing it to mock or yeah. to make fun or just to be
0: assholes, then yeah, mm-hmm. they wrong. Yeah, I mean, so the thing was, what you read was us being welcome to other groups. Now, I ain't never wanted to be a part of another group, but I do like experiencing other cultures, food Definitely. and fashion. So Definitely. um, so Jeremy Lin, for example, had got locks. And Kenyon Martin got mad. Mm. Jeremy Lin gracefully pointed out how he had Mandarin tattoos. Black people go get Mandarin tattoos all the time. Oh. I mean, those are just points yeah. to where we share each other's culture. And so right. we just have to get to a point of being unified. Unity right. is the thing that we need to be worried mm-hmm. about, honestly, in America.
1: Yeah. Unity. And, yeah, and I think that if you, like, in that example, mm-hmm. if you understand where it comes from and you're just trying to show appreciation, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But to do it and just totally negate the history of it, right? then that's the issue. You know? I mean, but why do people
0: do it? Because it looks
1: good. Yeah. Because it
0: looks cool. I and mean, sometimes it's
1: as simple as that. <laughs> now, it, is, it is
0: frustrating as a black woman when Kim Kardashian or anybody can wear cornrows and big rings, and it gets called the latest trendy fashion that they created whereas if we done it it would be called ghetto correct that is very annoying correct I get it but at the end of the day that's the media Mm -hmm. pitting us against each other Mm -hmm. as they always do right so at some point, I think we just got to be smarter.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, And just talk. Have a conversation instead of trying to lead with hate. Mm-hmm. Let's lead with understanding or having a conversation first. Mm-hmm. A little bit of compassion for each other. I think that's what yeah. we need to do.
1: And I think black people, based off of like what we've experienced just over the course of history, I think we're just so angry that we really don't even give ourselves the opportunity to simply just enjoy something. Yeah. You know? And I think I, I agree like sometimes. that being too woke, like that, that is possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like sometimes black a little bit enjoy this moment mm-hmm. everything yeah. is not a direct attack relax this is true <laughs> you know and so the last thing
0: you got on this agenda is did Kanye hurt us um Kanye did not hurt me in regards to his statements that he made um but some people were very hurt by it. okay Kanye made me upset in the beginning based off what he said saying slavery was a choice
1: mm-hmm. I felt like
0: it was very disrespectful to the ancestors um but did he hurt me? No. He didn't rape anybody. Yeah, I really wasn't hurt by him anyways. If
2: anything, I feel like, you know, just his personal opinion, maybe some ignorance. But, I mean, it's Kanye. I feel like people say... St- so we're talking about Kanye?
0: Yes, Brittany had to step away, but she <laughs> would like to share her opinion on if Kanye hurt us or not. We um disagree about this quite often we at do. the office. So
1: Because you you bring up... That Kanye is not out here hurting black girls and all those things. Yes, that's true. But y'all canceled Kelly, and then y'all cancel Kanye like he did where Kelly did. Right, right, right. Now, I, I can't really compare the two, but I can say that to align yourself with a person as racist as him, as Trump, okay, it is hurtful. Because you started your career with being an advocate for black people. He did. So to align yourself with a person like that is conflicting. On top of that, you don't vote. So what are, you really, what are you really doing? Because you can't say he's a good businessman, because all of his stuff has have gone bankrupt. I
0: thought we were talking about the slavery coming. I mean, we could go on that, too. Okay. So aligning himself with Donald Trump, that's Floyd Mayweather, that's Steve Harvey. Right. There's so many other black people who do align themselves with Donald Trump. Yeah. So many rappers. um, His name has been said in so many rap songs right. about, you know... They kind of praise him somewhat in rap songs, to be honest. Yeah. So, I mean, you be counseling a lot of black people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think people did slowly pull away once he made his run for president. And so,
1: yeah.
0: Kanye, mm-hmm. as we always say at work, as mental health professionals, we see that Kanye...
1: I mean, he was manic. He-
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. We- yes. It's a good conversation to have about mental illness right now because Kanye i don't believe is taking any medication for bipolar depression at this point okay um as you always point out mm-hmm. um about the interview that he had with donald trump
1: mm-hmm. yeah he he was pretty um he was pretty manic he was but we, we can talk about the the slavery comment i don't remember he, he was out of line so
0: initially i was very upset with Kanye for saying that sounded like a choice to you me. were upset yes yeah, yeah. so i was very upset because he the same person who don't when it got liposuction, so if you can't handle being called fat in America, how could you handle being a slave? And so for you to tell say that these people just try to negate what they've been through as a choice that they made to go through it, I thought that was pretty disrespectful.
1: Yeah. And I think it's pretty privileged to kind of say what you would do when you didn't experience it. You know, like we're we're speaking from a privileged standpoint. I agree. Yes, it's Cool or interesting to kind of brainstorm on, like, what you would possibly do as a slave, but like, if you step foot out the line, you get shot exactly. Period.
0: What's up, guys? This is the second half of Black as We're gonna talk about some of the fun things, um, about being black. Being black is dope, it's lit, and so I think for me, what's fun about being black is like we all have this, no matter where we come from, we all kind of got this unique language. Mm-hmm. So, black women. And the way we compliment each other, they got to be. <laughs> come on, polka dots. Polka dots. No, yes, bundles. Yes, bundles.
1: Come on, legs. Or sometimes we don't ever give like a, a like a direct compliment. It's like, where are you finna go? Yes, that one. <laughs> I think mine is you better.
0: <laughs> yes, her. Come on, Keisha. You say that every time I come I back do. with a new hairdo. I do. <laughs> the new age um come on legs legs Mm -hmm. i see your hair um the new age social media comedians i think that's probably been the funniest it's the best part funniest addition (laughs) to the world peaceful so
2: funny
0: they were real funny i
1: I miss vine because that's where all the funny black people (laughs) see i never had Vine. i did it was i felt like they were so talented to compose a video within like 15 to 30 seconds. Oh, wow. That is amazing to me. Yeah, and then the um, Black Twitter. Yeah. They they kind of keep, keep shit regulated.
0: In. Man,
2: that's a whole movement now. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. Some shit happened. Black
0: Twitter about to go in on any and everybody. Any but, and everybody.
2: I'm like, it's a whole new movement.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know. But the stuff that we see that be in a meme, <laughs> I can send it to you and be like, this is you. And you be like, yes, that's me. Like, it's crazy. It's so relatable. The the memes about being black, was it Peanut lost 50 pounds. And it was like, white family. Oh, my God, you look great. A black family. Peanut on that shit. Feed Peanut. What's going <laughs> on? Man, I think my favorite one is forever going to be... A crowded room of people. And it said, "White people." Like, oh my God, it's crowded in here. <laughs> Black people. Everybody in the mama in this. Day. Everybody. That is funny. What <laughs> What do y'all think they come from? Like, we know. all say this, no matter where. Like, we can all just come back to the same language at yeah, the end of the day. It's,
1: I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I really. <laughs> I
0: don't know where it come from, but they should be on point. That's how it. I really, know. do
1: it's. It's really funny. It's It's always on point. I think the favorite thing is with Barack. How he uh, dapped up Kevin Durant. (laughs) I mean, he went from political to
0: what's up. Yes, he did. And then also Barack, when he said folks want to pop off. He definitely
1: did. Like,
0: out of nowhere. Like,
2: he forgot. Like, oh shit, I'm on stage.
1: (laughs) Folks want to pop off. (laughs) The way he did his hand, too. Yeah, folks want to pop pop off." off. Yes. I think it just really just speaks into how... Complex just blackness is, you know, it's it's not this one thing, it just falls into everything. I think b- black people definitely have style mm-hmm. and like just
0: taste, and you know, mm. it's just so much richness to being black, so that piece I just can't ever turn off. Yeah. You got something funny, to keisha Man, I don't even
2: know where this <laughs> came from. And I can't remember it exactly right, but it was this little kid standing on top of the table with a superman. Yes.
0: Oh, how did it go? It said, uh The little kid was like, Superman. superman. And the mom was like, I'm going to give you a super ass whooping. <laughs> hey, growing up
1: black was dangerous, okay? Yes, it was. They, always, they couldn't tell your mama no jokes. They turned it into some threat. Yes.
2: It's always turned into an ass whooping. I don't care
0: what you call it.
1: I ain't none you going
2: whatever friends. it is ass That's right movie.
1: and
0: you must think I'm one of your little friends. Your oh little my god. I'm not one of your little friends. I ain't I one of your she
2: little is,
1: friends. But she ain't boo boo the fool. fool. Somebody <laughs> said and she ain't boo boo the fool or one of your little friends. Somebody said who was boo boo the fool? We know who it ain't. Your mama, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: man anybody ever have like your mama at work and you supposed to be taking like some meat down from the freezer all the time
1: and you forget (laughs) (laughs) you trying to run in hot water she (laughs) on her way home my mama worked up the street from work y'all she would come home and be like so you had all day all day and i told you i was on my way you just not took out that chicken i told you (laughs) nine o'clock this morning why is it still in the freezer?
2: All day. Sorry. My mama literally lived like two stops out. <laughs> she worked two stops out. Yes. <laughs> we stayed in trouble. It was four of us. We stayed in trouble. <laughs> oh, but not taking that meat down. And that's, that's
1: pretty funny. <laughs> if I didn't know what anxiety was, I knew it now. I know it now. You didn't know what to call it then. <laughs> oh. what,
0: what, my, I think my favorite memory, I think, is like having to run my mama's bath water. <laughs> and so when she would come home and... I guess I might have ran the water too early. It <laughs> <laughs> was cold, wasn't it? Yo, right? Like, I, I get it. I got no A for effort. Like, she was not having it. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure,
1: cold-ass water. <coughs> One thing black people, we always do, we say, um, we always call something a whole. Oh, that's yeah. a whole baby. Yes, 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 yes. In a whole relationship. <laughs> you know, not half. <laughs> A whole. Uh,
2: that uh, is a whole baby. They yes. got a whole baby on the way, girl. I didn't even know. Is uh. she going to have a half a baby?
0: Oh, <laughs> yes. um. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I do put whole thing. But I can't keep so, up though, cause I got a whole degree and y'all out here trying to play me like that. <laughs> Right. But I can't <laughs> keep, keep up the with the bunnies cause the no cap thing is beyond. I me. mean I don't know
1: what it I don't what does it mean? I
0: don't
2: know. I don't know what half this stuff means. I don't Y'all know. my kids be talking to me in therapy, y'all be like, huh? I don't know what it
1: the means. The no cap is gone. But then I saw. I feel like it means like no cap, like like being honest. Right. I guess.
0: Back in the day we we used to we back in the day we used to say we capping on each other, so I'm like... What, man, ca- what does that mean? Like fighting? Jonin, jokes. Yeah. Oh, we used to call it Jonin. Jonin, capping, mm-hmm. and jokes. Like, mm-hmm. why are you trying to cap? But uh, I guess different places for different yeah, people. Yeah. But what... Um, they got
2: a cap on the pictures on Instagram. I'm like, I don't even no know cap. I don't get it. what this mean.
1: I don't get it. I don't get it either. So nobody, nobody gets that part? No. no. I, but I feel like it has something to do, like, being honest. I feel like... <laughs> But you, but you don't know. Somebody comment and tell us what this means. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That one is above me.
0: It's above <laughs> me now. Write a listener letter
1: telling me what it
0: means. <laughs> oh, man. So I seen a meme that broke down the different baby rappers because we live in a generation. Little baby, oh, the baby, know. and baby. So baby, you know
1: is oh young money. Yeah, that's young. Yes, okay. cash yeah. money. Cash money. Sorry. So young baby money is, is weezy.
0: Yeah, so baby is cash money and then Lil Baby is from
1: Memphis. I don't know. I just know he has that song with Drake and I really enjoy that one. That's Lil Baby. Mm-hmm, that's and Lil then Dub baby. The baby. He's the one that knocked out that guy. Cam Cole Hart. Yeah. Oh, okay. The baby, baby is from
0: Charlotte. So we have all these baby rappers. I wonder what, what Nathan uh, goes. Oh, with any that of these people? I don't you know baby. You know. I probably heard the song.
1: No. no that, you know the rapper, Baby. We not Bird oh, Birdman.
2: Baby, Baby. Oh. Yeah, he
1: was the first. Yeah, he was the first. But then
0: we got Lil Baby and The Baby. Yeah, I don't know. The Baby is actually pretty handsome to me. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> he's, a, he's a pretty he, handsome He's a good kid. looking
1: young
0: man. He's a good looking young man anyway. But yeah, so. Blackness yeah, is great. Blackness is great. And someone let us know what no cap mean. Yes,
1: please. In the I, comment section. I don't know. No cap. No cap. No, yeah.
0: All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>